I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! So, Al, we were talking a little bit during the break. I asked you if you'd played any pickleball yet, and you said you haven't gotten to it yet. Six tournaments I've been in so far. <laughs> Six weekends straight. You may need to have a backup plan. Not okay. for your, but for your partner. Okay. I went and played Thursday again, right? I'm trying to play once a week leading up to our tournament. I play with my buddy Brad, and he's much better at it than I am. We played four games, and he went three and one. There's a couple of things going on here. Okay. I won the first one, mm-hmm. and kind of, that, that, I didn't kill him, but I won decisively. I think I won like 11 to six or something Where like that. Where you run in your mouth like, this is boring. Nope. Okay. Nope, because I know what the next game was close, but I lost. And then the third game, he kicked my ass. And then the fourth game, he really kicked my ass. Did you ass. break your paddle? Nope. Okay. Al, I can't get through more than one game before I can barely move. Mm. I, I'm, I'm trying to increase my endurance as we get closer to this thing. Here's the problem. I played, we played for, I don't know, an hour and 20 minutes or so. Okay. So a decent amount of time, but nothing crazy. It's not like we did a three-hour session. That's a that's a decent, decent amount of time. It is. It's decent, but it's, again, it's not like a hundred, it's not an hour and 20 minutes of nonstop. You play, you chat a little bit, you sit down, you drink your water, you go back out, you play a little bit more. So it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Third uh, Friday, flying to Vegas. with the, I'm a little sore, but nothing crazy, right? Saturday and Sunday. I'm, Sore I'm, as heck. I'm better today. I can't lift my arm over my head. Mm. My back hurts me. My knees, I can't bend my right knee, basically. I'm basically walking around like a pirate on a peg leg. I can't bend my knee at all because it's so arthritic and jacked up or whatever it is. There's virtually, I, you tell me what you want me to do. Continue to practice to try to improve my ability yeah. or basically not touch a pickleball paddle oh, no, this until is easy. the tournament. This is easy. First off, I mean, you can't do both. Was there any moment like just during the weekend where you're telling Susan, man, really sore, this, that, or do you not tell her anything because she's going to say, well, why don't you just stretch and you don't want to do that because you've been doing that now for 20 plus years? I complain a lot about okay. everything. Mm-hmm. And this is just kind of the way that our relationships were. I brought the little. Um, the little tube of CBD, like a cream salve kind mm-hmm. of thing, because that tends to be a pretty good pain reliever to me. I was walking around blunt. like I was 150 years old. I had it on my knees. I had it on my back. I had it on my shoulder. I had it on my elbow. Um, there's no chance I get to the middle of March with this thing. All right, this is what you do. Keep playing the way you are. And then the last week leading up to the actual pickleball Saturday tournament, whatever, um, just don't play that week. So stop on Sunday. Not a bad idea. Now you got four or five days where you do nothing. Your body recovers. And then set, by that time, you have- But I don't have, think I'm going to get to the tournament at this point. You've pace. improved your skill set. You're I much stink. better at it. I stink. No, you're, I, I'm, no. I'm sure compared to some of these ringers, yeah. I, we're, but who are you to comparing people. to? At this radio station? No, 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 no. Not to the radio. That, I'm, I don't worry about these guys. I got those guys covered. It's, but that's but, kind of the but, point. That's all it is. But I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to be the first person out. I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. In in the opposite order. Don't want to get hurt first. But do you agree that if you give yourself one week off 
before the tournament? I don't think, no. That's, that's not going to give the body it, enough time to... Sure. Like, for instance, I could probably play today if I had to, but each time I play, I get progressively more jacked up than the time before. we still got another month and change before this thing comes around. When you first played, what was that now? A couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago. ago. Compared to playing this past Much weekend? Much worse the second time. Oh. Because I think I went a little harder. I think I tried. We played a little longer. We played a fourth match instead of just three. And I'm just getting clobbered. Can you play a lot less than playing for an hour 20? Can you play for 30 good. minutes? We could. 40 minutes? But it's it's oddly difficult. Yeah. And I don't I don't like being bad at well, this. I tried. I gave every suggestion possible. There's, I got nothing I think left. what I was hoping to say is you should get a new partner and you should quit. That's what I was hoping you were going to tell me. Just quit. So DeMarco and Kirk, what do you think of that tandem right there? DeMarco's doing what I'm doing. DeMarco is playing every week. Yeah. DeMarco is going to see a trainer. He's getting in shape. He's doing all those things. They're, yeah, they, as far as 7-10 goes, they're, they're the team to beat. They're two professional athletes. So Kirk, we had him come on, talk about the football weekend, and we brought it up. We brought up uh, Clinton and I brought up on Friday. Just, you know, hey, are you playing? What do you think? Tournament. This guy gave such an answer. He said, you know, right now we're just uh, trying to do everything we can to just get back in shape and this. I'm like, Kirk, this isn't – you're not playing for the Raiders, and this isn't a press conference on Sunday <laughs> leading up to the Super Bowl. Hey, those guys don't mess with – DeMarco's taking it seriously. Kirk's taking it seriously. I'm trying to take it quasi-serious. I'm at least trying to figure out which end of the paddle to hold. You should practice because you're going to have to play a lot because I'm going to be stuck in one spot. I'm gonna, I figured out I need to get to the line. You can't go in the kitchen. Yeah. And I'm just going to try to play. I'm going to play the front. You're going to be playing the back. What if you wore at some point knee pads and just knee down, just on your on one knee? Can I tell you Just something? whatever you can get in. You know what's super embarrassing? But I'll tell you because I, I like everybody that's listening and I like you. You know what the most challenging part of that stupid game is for me still? Picking the ball up off the ground. Because it's, you know, at the end of every point, ball's on the ground. You got to pick it up mm-hmm. and start over again. So you, you end up doing probably and it's the not like a tennis racket. It's not long enough. Kinda, yep. You got to bend over. You can't yep. do that thing with a tennis racket against the yep. side of your foot and yep. flip it up. You can't, can't do, do that. It. So you end up doing like 200 sit ups in this whole thing. And I'm good for like one and a half. Is there like a pickleball scooper? Where it's, you could just have a Velcro on it. We should we should make the court kind of like a funnel shape. So sure. we're all going to just have like a vacuum tube that brings it back up to the surface. For all line. I know, we're going to have ball boys and girls that are running and getting everything and <laughs> hey, handing it to you. That'll help a lot. That'll help a lot. That, that, that'll make well, a big Travis, difference. Travis, someone just called. He couldn't stand the line to, to get on air, but he was like, just stop playing singles and play doubles. It's easier on your body, he said. Okay. For sure. We've talked about that, and we're going to be playing doubles, so I need to learn the doubles game. I need to learn the game for myself first before I can learn it with a partner. I have a it's process. the game within the game, Emily. I, I, Call I, him I, back. I'm just Call him back. No, no, it's, it's great <laughs> advice, and I already have my second two people picked out when we start to go to the doubles yeah. round. But I, Write down his I number. I'm going to send him a text. I don't even know how to do it. It is a Bud Light reaction Monday on 710. We're reacting to everything that went down on NFL Championship weekend. And, of course, it is presented by Bud Light. Make your make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. Have you ever gone to Las Vegas and not enjoyed alcohol responsibly? Because that's what we usually do, right? You go to Vegas, you go crazy. Uh, I have. Yeah. I've definitely done that where I have not drank. This was a first for me. And I wouldn't say I'd not drank, but mm-hmm. very, very little. Okay, I've had... Have you ever gone into Vegas in the morning and left at night? Oh, like a day trip? Yep. I've never done that. No. Okay, so I, I've done a few of those. And 
by doing those, I just didn't drink. Yeah, that's. But what about like you're there for a couple of days? And I, not nothing. A couple but of very, days. Very I, limited. I, I'm I'm drinking something. Yeah, yeah, I'm drinking something. Had a couple of martinis, little old fashioned along the way. Is this at the very nice meal? It was very nice. It was. Where, very what nice. What'd you have? Tell us about the meal. Uh, we went to a place called Bouchon, which is uh, in the blah, 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 Venetian Hotel. Um, a little French bistro action. I had Ooh. steak frites, which is Ugh, a classic that is very hard to beat. It was, was, it, it was great. Was it similar or worse than Slee's steak, you think? It was probably, probably a little bit better. Probably, I think, I think Slee's got par. this down. I think probably you, on got par. it. Caramelized shallots at a martini. Why a every little... time you guys point out a restaurant, I'm on Yelp looking at pictures? <laughs> it's a little steak tartare. Damn. We had, uh, yeah. 8,500 photos. It was it's a nice place. What did, what did Michael and Susan have? Susan had salmon because that's what she does, and it bothers me. Michael wanted the fillet; they didn't have it, so he ended up getting steak frites too. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that she gets lovely. salmon, and it bothers me. It does, she gets salmon everywhere we go. Mm. It, and look, I like salmon. I order salmon frequently. I like it, but it's a, the same thing like, can I, everywhere can I you, you go with salmon. At a restaurant, I never get salmon. Yeah, I and, and I, I was we were talking about this last week. I. I I like it. Every time I have salmon, I'm like, why don't I have salmon more it's often? Great. It's great. But if I go to a restaurant, I'm not getting salmon. I I'm with you. I agree. She feels differently. Also, what was the what was She'll the fry fight. situation? Was it shoestring? Was it no. there's like skin still on it? It like... was skins on the very ends of the potato. Long, okay. long, skinny, perfectly crispy, fluffy inside, perfectly salted, and enough fries for the four of us to eat and have some left over. Do you get truffle fries when no. you get steak frites? Because like I've got that, that sometimes. Don't like but truffle is overwhelming. It's the only thing you taste. And it's the only thing you smell, too, which right. changes everything else along the way. All right, line. Venetian, you can't put all your own pictures on Yelp. Can I just get some <laughs> from the people? It's good. To go, go to it's, it's a good spot. I had a, had a very nice time. Um, Ten days before yep. the NBA trade deadline, the week Lakers from, made- uh, A week from Thursday. Right. Lakers made a uh, kind of a, I don't want to say an auxiliary move, a, a move on the peripheral, right? They got rid of none and some picks for Hachimura. It's been- you know, about what I think you thought you were going to get out of him. It was a, it was a very needed position. Yeah. They didn't have wings. They needed somebody that 6'8". That they needed that. Am I wrong, though, Al, to, to think that this is not going to alter the course of their destiny in and of itself? They might be a little bit better with him, but I don't think it's like, oh, wow. And again, it's early, but I haven't yeah. seen anything that leads me to go, oh, okay, this was the missing piece. I think the oh, wow will be AD, Braun. It's going to be all them. Now, the role players will... will I'm I'm a fan of Hachimura. I think he will be He's he fine. will help. But that it that deal didn't go down, and everybody said, "Well, the Lakers are the team to work through the West." I mean, that obviously didn't no. happen. Yeah, are they going to try to do that? There was a thing on ESPN.com this morning about should the Lakers make a move, and it's, it seems to be fairly universal to do the best you can, but don't do anything crazy because there's no great players available. They're going to change it. Like if you want to make a move mm-hmm. to get uh, Bogdanovich, for instance, sure, the, the, yeah. sure, maybe, but do it at a good price. But this idea of hey, look, we're going to go get a Zach Levine or somebody else that could really make a difference, it's not going to happen. So uh, I think. I think there's a theme here from the Lakers front office. Let me give you an example. Since they made that trade for Russ, um, it's not like they've made a number of other moves since the Russ move. Okay, Mm -hmm. And they have, in a sense, and I believe them on this, let the market tell you what to do. And if the market is telling you that you just can't find value out there, and if you give up these two picks, which we even heard Palenka say this when they did the when they brought in Hachimura and they they did the presser, I guess you could say pregame, whatever it was, Palenka was saying these are our most important assets. We're not saying we're not going to give up the assets. We're saying 
we're only going to give them up if it truly makes sense for us, right? right? So I think which I think which I agree with. That that seems to be the smart thing to do. And they've done that for a year and a half now. So I take them to their word that they're not going to just do something just to do it. So I, I say that because I think in the next ten days, if I told you. You got these three options. What do you think is going to happen for the Lakers mm-hmm. over the next 10, 10 days? That A, they're going to shop. Both of those picks will be gone in the next t- 10 days. Okay. B, one of those picks will be gone in the next 10 days. Okay. Or C, none of those picks um, will be shipped off. I think the chances of B and C are much greater than Yeah, I than was A's. just going to say, in order of things I think are likely to happen, it's B, C, A. Yeah. 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 They, and even if they don't make a move, I wouldn't be shocked. Just because, again, I think it's going to come down to this. If the rest of the market and the rest... When you have 12 other teams in front of the Lakers in the Western Conference, they may be thinking, hey, let's go make a playoff push. There just aren't enough teams that are selling right now. I would love to have seen them just poke their nose in there a few times to let you to let me think, you know what, they're close. They've just been in that 12-13 spot the entire season. They can't seem to get out of it. I get everybody else's average too, but it just... It doesn't fill me with a great deal of confidence that that run is coming along the way. They just won two. You know what sucks? I'll tell you what sucks. I'm gonna go back to the game on Saturday. They were eight and five in January. Mm-hmm. Okay, eight and five so far in the month of January. Um, they've had good games against good teams. Whether it was um, the Philly game in overtime or the I'm just talking about teams that are in the playoff push. They beat the Kings one game. They lost to the Kings another game. They beat the Memphis Grizzlies. They've hung around. That freaking Boston game, I feel like swings the our conversation we're having right bit, now. Does, yeah. I feel like it changes a lot of that conversation. All right, I got pickleball advice that I need to get to, so thank you for helping me out. We'll we'll take those calls coming up in just a little bit. I guess uh, the Sixers, not the Sixers, the Eagles. I was yeah. stuck in my NBA, Philadelphia. They're going to the Super Bowl. They had the best record. They were the number one seed. They've kicked the two playoff opponents' butts that they've seen. Why do I not think that they're a good team? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, I need all the help I can get when it comes to my pickleball training regimen, which is not going well. My knees hurt. My why? By the way, the paddle weighs, I don't know, ten ounces, twelve Taking ounces. Out your shoulder. It, it's like I'm swinging a kettlebell, like a cast iron. <laughs> yes, that's what it. It's what it feels like. Let's go to Downey and Marcella. Marcella, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? If you want to get rid of all that pain, um, take bare aspirin back in body. 
Um, there, it's in a purple plastic container. It's 200 caplets, 500 milligrams. Take two, and it starts working at least, for me, at 45 minutes to an hour. So depending on how bad your back pain is or your knee, it might take two hours, but take two of those, and they're actually coated. So if you have issues swallowing, no problem. No problem. Thank you, Marcella. Oh. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank and you, Marcella. I, and I'm watching you guys now streaming, so I, you guys are hysterical. Nice to see you, Marcella. How are you? Thank you. I don't know how long I, the delay I, is. Did, did she work for Bear? <laughs> like that was a very specific was a commercial for they're coated they're time yep. released easy to swallow <laughs> easy to swallow yep. it's like when i doesn't asked hurt my, your stomach my mom just eat two hours before she, my, my mom whenever i ask like you know oh should i get this should i get this she's always very matter of fact she's always very like specific and i think that's always lovely thanks marcella it, she uh she got your back she's got your back i i'm i'm able to uh, mitigate the pain with drugs. That that I know how to do. Right, I know I know how to muscle relaxers work too. Muscle relax. By the way, Slee, have you ever his voice changed? Have, have you ever? Um, By the way, Slee, have you ever had the pleasure of a couple of muscle relaxers and a glass of wine? Because I would would recommend, as they say, I don't it. think the doctor would. But Probably not. Do an edible in a glass of wine. Uh, it's different. <laughs> I, I've, I've done that too, which is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. Wonderful. The 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 muscle relaxers. You know, my back bothers me occasionally, and the doctor will give you a couple muscle relaxers. I think you just it's, say that to him. It's like they've taken every bone out of your body. You're just this massive softness. It's terrific, and your mind is all soft. It's just it's wonderful. Did you guys? That's how you get through three hours of Babylon. <laughs> That's how you get through it. Yeah. What's you guys that? see DeAndre? He just walked in. He, no. he came in to fix the, the iPad or whatever. He's rocking all But he, he's in a Philly poncho similar yep. to the one that um, Jorge, Jorge has for the 49ers. And he just walks in. And, you know, I think I like how he's not – He's not going about gloating about being in the Super Bowl. You know, if you ask him, if you congratulate him or whatever, it's fine. But he's wearing the beanie, he's wearing the poncho, but he's not like, hey guys, I'm from Philly. The job's not done. Well, it's not done. Yeah, it's not done. I mean, did you hear Jalen Hurts yesterday? You know, it feels good. We're in the Super Bowl. It, it, but, but his uh, his singing was not that got great. Some but. Work to do. <laughs> but no one here hates Philly. Right? Like, it's it, it, the 49ers, if Jorge were in here in 49er garb, yeah. th- they're the rivals of a lot of different people. If it's the Cowboys, everybody hates the Cowboys. People get it's the Patriots. They're going to root against Bill Belichick for and all, the Patriots. For all we know, we didn't put a mic in front of him. We put a mic in front of him. What if he was like, yeah, you guys <laughs> like that? Could be true. Could be true. Where are the Rams at? Are you sure they're good? I'm not. They're, they're, they're obviously good. I, let let yeah. me rephrase. But I don't know if they are as – they're that much better than it appears – that they are with everyone else during the regular season. They went 14-3 and three during the regular season. They basically had their division and the conference locked up by December. Okay, So they could kind of cruise into the playoffs, get yep. as healthy as you possibly could. They got a really good draw in a, in a Giants team that they handled really well, jumped on them early, cruised through that game. Yesterday, against the 49ers sleeve, Brock Purdy gets hurt basically at the beginning of the game. Um, Johns, Josh Johnson comes in and he was over his skis and then he gets, gets a hurt, concussion, gets concussed. And that game was a cakewalk. They haven't had a game like the Kansas City Chiefs had last night in a very long time. Yeah. Chiefs have been playing four quarter tight games for a while. They're winning them all, yep. but they're in real games. The Eagles haven't been pushed in a really long time. So I, I don't think you can win 14 regular season games without being a really good team. 
Really, really good team. And th- listen, did they have some stuff go their way? They did. Uh, let's forget about yesterday's game, last night's game against the 49ers. Um, when the Giants won their opening matchup... Against Minnesota? I thought... John, I, I know for me, I thought New York and Philly was going to be a good game. I thought, hey, you got a quarterback, you got a running back, you got a pretty good defense that it's going to be... I'm not telling you they're going to win the game, but it should be a closer battle than we thought. Yep. They ran through them. That game was over before the first quarter was done. Um, I think they're. I don't think you could do what they've done over the course of X amount of weeks without being a really good football team. Now, what you might be saying is, yeah, but they haven't faced a Kansas City Chiefs team or a Mahomes team. The problem or with the a Chiefs, Buffalo or a Cincinnati, or they just they haven't had that gauntlet. Or a the, healthy Niners. The, except the 49ers, if they'd mm-hmm. beaten the 49ers 31 to seven and Purdy played the whole game, it's like yeah. okay, here we go. They didn't. They they ran the single wing for half the game. You know what? What they could just be very fortunate with the timing of what's happening to yep. some other teams because. I don't know what Mahomes is going to look like. I know that it helps that he's got an extra week to recover. I don't know what some of those wide receivers are going to look like. But if they're not fully healthy or as close to fully healthy as possible, I don't think Mahomes will be fully healthy. But close enough. But you could very easily lose a game to the Philadelphia Eagles because they've been that consistent. I like year. what you said. I think that that's a really good way to look at it. You don't go 14-3 and three if you're not really good. You can't, you, right? You can't. You're, you're right about that. You're, you're right about that. That being said, when you watch them, especially in the playoffs, last night I thought, and we, we can come back and talk about this in, in a minute, I thought Patrick Mahomes was as good as I've ever seen him in my life last night. Not because he threw for 500 yards or they scored 50 points or he completed 90% of his passes. It wasn't playing that. on one leg. He's playing on one leg mm-hmm. against a very yeah. good team yep. that had a chance to beat him and he didn't have his – weapons available to him he had Kelsey but after the first half Kelsey was pretty quiet mm-hmm. wasn't completely quiet but pretty quiet he did that on guts he, he made a huge mistake where the ball just slipped out of his hands felt like that was another one okay now the Bengals needed a break they just got one and they cashed in. and they cashed in mm-hmm. and that's when it felt like okay this is going to go and he stopped the bleeding and he was able to keep it together they get the ball back with 40 seconds he's on one leg and he makes a play with his legs like that that that's Real high level stuff. Not that he wasn't awesome already, but his awesomeness was: I can make every throw. I'm going to throw a hook shot. I'm going to yep. throw one underhand. Yep. I'm going to throw one with my left hand. It's like I can't believe I just. This was just tough, gritty, high level performance against a great team. Let me let me give you a good example on this. I think sometimes these great players, you see them win one way, yeah. and you see good. them um, take over a game because hey, there's just no answer for Patrick Mahomes. Or Patrick Mahomes, when you think the defense is playing great, he got 12 yards, got that key first down on his feet. It's Patrick Mahomes. That's what he does. He won a way yesterday that we hadn't seen him win. And I think you know your point of— Except of, for he always wins that game. He always wins that game by how he won it. Yeah, differently. Right. That, yeah. that He won a game where, guys, I can't really use my feet. Guys, I can't really buy myself an extra two seconds in the pocket— I can't get that first down when the defense is playing perfect on the other side, but I got those six yards where I slid and got the first down. You took that element away from him. And what do winners do? They find a way to win. And and I think coming into that game against the Bengals yesterday, 
There was a lot of money on the Cincinnati Bengals. There was a lot of money on Joe Burrow walking Almost into Arrowhead, Burrowhead, whatever they were calling it. The mayor yeah, of Cincinnati, by the way, uh, yeah. relax, buddy. Let's let, let that I game love be that played Kelsey first. Called him a jabroni. That's amazing. That's just amazing. I'm sure Cincinnati was like, "Can you wait till this game's over?" But they, I mean, look, Cincinnati was running their mouth too. It's I was going to say, I don't know about that part. They they seem to be leaning into it as well. But the fact that he walked away with that type of win, it wasn't 35 to 38. It wasn't. No, Mahomes had like you said four touchdown passes, ran for one, three to twenty. It was a twenty-three twenty grinded out game, and Mahomes obviously a key piece of it. I got a question for you about when you had a thought in that game. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The martini at my dinner on Friday night. You know, just once in a while, they just get it exactly right. It was one of those nights. One of those? Just cold. Perfect weekend. But that, not the week. I had a very nice weekend. I didn't have the perfect weekend, but I had a very, very nice one. You kind of had a perfect weekend. Your story about Susan saving four dollars to go to the other rental. Four dollars times three days, so it's twelve. Okay, <laughs> my apologies. It was so far double remote lot. Hey, get on this bus to go to the remote car lot. That's it. That's any big size airport has that, right? We're gonna drop you off. There's a van waiting on the side. It's gonna pick you up. That's what, exactly what it was. Like, I get it. Big airports. Like, if you fly into Eugene, Oregon, the rental cars are right there at the lot. You walk outside, you get in the car, you drive away. At a bigger airport, Mm -hmm. Las Vegas, for instance, you got to jump on the shuttle and drive for 10 or 15 minutes. What I had never experienced was, all right, uh, where's where's our... Oh, no, no, no. You got to see that van that barely runs? You got to get in that with 68 other people and drive another 20 minutes out there to get your extra $3 off. That's what we did yesterday. So that was not a perfect weekend. You know what place I love flying into? It's just so peaceful. When I get into LAX and I get to just figure out everything from there, there's something so soothing. I'm trying to So imagine if this is this is what happened. You fly into LAX, you get in your rental car van, and they drive you to Inglewood. It's about what we did yesterday, okay? So they drive you from LAX to SoFi. All right? Fine. And not there's no traffic or anything, so it's not yeah. so bad. It's fifteen yeah. minutes. Now imagine Nothing. if you when you got to SoFi, they said, We're gonna get you in another downtown bus and LA. we're gonna drive you to downtown. That's where our rental car was. And then you gotta go all the way back. And, and of course where we were on was the on the other side. other side. We basically stayed in Reno. 
It was it was on the far northwest corner of Susan town. Susan should have been she should that, have had in cash twelve dollars. Just was, like ah ah, look at us. The hotel, the whole team was staying out there. That one was out of our control. But the rental car is like we could have. I, I could have bought a car for the amount of time that we spent driving around here. It just was it was crazy. Let's go to what's that? Did you ever buy a car? Never have. Still waiting. Still, yeah, still waiting. The right I deal's got, coming. I got people on it. There, I got right people who got it. some uh, lines in the water. We'll find one. Oxnard and Jacob. Jacob, you're on with Travis Lee. Thanks for taking my call. I just kind of wanted to chime in uh, on the Eagles' disrespect. Um, you know, again, like like it was stated, you don't win 14 games by accident, but. All season long, you know, every single win was always discredited. Once we had our first loss against Washington, it was, oh, yeah, the Eagles are a bad team. See, they're not as good as they are. Wait till the playoffs start. Week 18, they didn't look great against the Giants. Once they played the Giants in the or the playoffs, it was, oh, watch, look, they weren't that good. Week 18, Giants will beat them. We annihilate the Giants, and then it's, oh, well, Giants aren't a good team. And then leading into the NFC Championship, oh, well, Brock Purdy's undefeated. Oh, the Niners got the number one defense. We end up demolishing them, and now it's more, oh, well, they had this, they had that. There's just always disrespect towards the Eagles this season. And it's kind of crazy how, you know, this being like a Ram station, I'm pretty sure you guys felt that last year, being disrespected on everything that you accomplished, even winning your Super Bowl. You know, oh, this happened, so that's why you guys won. Oh, well, you guys had a super team. This is why you won. It's just insane that, you know, you're discrediting the Eagles. Um you know, for beating their opponents. No, and- you, Jacob, you bring up some really good points. And what this might be, you're, by the way, the comparison to the Rams, I think is spot on. So we caught a couple of breaks. Yeah, fine. We won the Super Bowl. And you don't win the Super Bowl without catching a couple of breaks. The yeah. Eagles have caught a couple of breaks. I, If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, he's exactly right. Which is, wait, they kept saying this about nobody beat us. And especially if they, let's say they win the Super Bowl by 10 points, right? It's a fairly comfortable win, which is not totally out of yep. left field. It's going to be one of those, why didn't we ever give them the credit they deserve? That we're looking for reasons to discredit them as opposed to say, hey, this is a really good team. I don't know if it's because Jalen Hurts is inexperienced or was. If it's because Nick Sirianni is not a brand name like an Andy Reid or a Bill Belichick or even a Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but they keep kicking everyone's ass. It's a really interesting way to look at it. There is something about you know a squad that's you shouldn't be a number one seed. You shouldn't be that good of a team and fly under the radar. And they kind of have right, like in a weird way. How much of that is hurts related? You think just and not that he look he might win the MVP. He's been terrific, but he's not a brand name. He's not even a brand name like Dak Prescott. He's a better player than Dak Prescott. Second round pick. I think the fact that they just dominated all year because they did. But then they start the season eight out with eight and zero. Then they only had one loss going into week fourteen or thirteen or something along those lines. I think it was easy to just kind of not forget about them, but it's like okay, this team keeps doing this. Yeah, but what about Buffalo? This team keeps doing this. Yeah, but what's Tom Brady going to do? This team keeps You're doing right. this. Yeah, what about Mahomes and Joe Burrow? And so you kind of spend a lot of time talking about other teams. Maybe this the sex appeal wasn't there to the Eagles, but to play off of what Jacob said. I don't think it's a disadvantage that they've just done what they've done. And all you got to do now is go in in two weeks, and who gives a you-know-what what what anybody says. Is there an early line? Do we know what the line is yet? Uh, I can look it up, but I also have a question for you, Jacob. Are you still there? Yeah. All right, Jacob. So uh, I don't know Oxnard as well as I maybe do. So are there any polls you climbed last night? What what was your celebration like uh, as an Eagles fan? I just celebrated uh, with my brother, who's a Niners fan, you know, just had to say, hey, you know what, good game. It, you know, wasn't as close as we wanted. Brock Purdy wouldn't have made that much of a difference. But, hey, I, I 
for me, I was confident because if you watch the Dallas and Niners game, no, Brock Purdy didn't make any mistakes, but he wasn't amazing. He just right. He didn't take over the game. Garoppolo. He was Jimmy Garoppolo essentially. Just didn't turn the ball over, managed the game, and the Niners basically won because Dak Prescott threw two picks that resulted in about a six point swing. That's essentially why they won. And so I wasn't as nervous. Of course, I wanted a good game, but people were making Brock Purdy out to be, you know, the next coming of Joe Montana for the Niners. And, you know, his past two weeks, he really wasn't that great. Yeah, he only had one drive last or last night, but it was one drive, one turnover, and he was out. So, I wish we got a uh, chance to see it. I think that's, that's what thing. it comes to more than anything else. I wish we got a chance to see it. He said it, and, and he's like, he wouldn't have made that much of a difference. I disagree with that, but it doesn't matter. He threw four times. Right. That, that's what it, it doesn't matter that mm-hmm. he, they won the game. He wasn't available. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's no apologizing for it. I don't think I agree with it wouldn't matter. When, when the defense knows you can't pass, sure. it matters a great deal. That and I they agree. got real weapons. The Niners have real weapons. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could be wrong about this. The Eagles could go into the Super Bowl and win against the Chiefs convincingly. Sure. And I'll eat my words. I still think San Francisco is a better team than the Eagles. We'll never know because the Eagles kicked their butts, mm-hmm. but they didn't play. They, they had their four-string quarterback and then played half the half the game without a quarterback. It, so, it, we'll never know. So the, I'll, I'll but just it doesn't say matter. This. I was just going to say that I, I don't know if I, – I actually thought when we were doing, you know, not even just our picks, but after the Niners beat the Giants the way they did and after the, the Niners um, – or after the Eagles beat the Giants the way they did, and after the Niners and the Cowboys was actually a close game, I uh-huh. started leaning more towards the Eagles. But we'll never know. They didn't have a quarterback. So I, I, there's there's no conversation to be had. I, I think the Eagles probably still a better team, but how the hell are we supposed to know? They didn't have a QB. They're in the Super Bowl and San Francisco isn't. And when he said he was celebrating with his brother, I think you were celebrating <laughs> in front of your brother. At your brother. Yeah, I was going to say, your your brother was not celebrating with you. An he was Eagles celebrating and a Niners fan in the same family. That's interesting. In Oxnard. Who knows? In Oxnard. I mean, hey. when, when there's no team. There was no team here for 23 years, 22 years. People yeah. are going to make other choices. That's right. the way that it's going to go. What's the but line? The, the line, as it comes out, it is uh, in favor of the Eagles. Eagles minus two. Our, uh, and it's uh, in terms of money line, it is Eagles minus one thirty. Sounds about right. That's not surprising. Yeah, I, 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 I would have thought Eagles are going to be a favorite in this one coming up. We'll see what changes How, because of Mahomes' health and because of the health of the Chiefs. Or you just think they're better. Um, I think a combination of all of it. Look, yesterday, like we were just talking about, that might change. Let's see the health with the wide receivers. Let's see the health of Mahomes. But they were limping in that game to a victory against the Cincinnati Bengals, and it had. If you're telling me that Patrick Mahomes 100% full strength, he looks good. He's got his weapons. It's a much different game, but. You're less than two weeks away from the Super Bowl. I've done it too, but I just I keep coming back to the Eagles. I'm like, yeah, you're good, but how? Just keep what winning. are they? They got just number one and number two defense. Were the Niners the number one? They, number the, one they defense. They were the top two. I don't know who was one and who was two. That, but they were the two that, best defenses in football. That's another like key thing that we don't talk about, and it isn't that sexy. They play D. And that's what you need to win a Super Bowl. You need you need yes. good defense. You and need health. special teams <laughs> that don't mess it up for you, and you need a a good quarterback. Or you need at least a quarterback that's not going to mess it up for you, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what the what the Eagles have, and it's what the Chiefs had. The Chiefs had what four sacks in that first quarter mm-hmm. against the Bengals. Like they went after the Bengals. Obviously, the Bengals' offensive line is something we've talked about for a long time, but like the Chiefs went after it. So it's going to be interesting to see those two teams match up. So that book that your date had. Let's go back to that for a second. Taylor went. Wait, on a no, date. the ramen. Come on. And, 
Well, I'd, had, I'd let, the, let, let him get some of the details out, and then we'll go to the room. She had a book about 17th century child delivery. Correct. With illustrations. Illustrations. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, like, just when you stop. I kind of like weird. I, I, I do, too. But, like, if she were an, an OBGYN, sure. You know, this is how far we would have me off a little bit. It would have been a little If she ball. were an yeah. L&D nurse, mm-hmm. sure. Maybe she's aspiring. I didn't ask her. <laughs> that, that, that just And aspirational, sure. Like, if you picked up a book on labor and delivery, the, how, sure, 17th century? Like that, I'm guessing that's fairly barbaric. That it wasn't done in an operating room with masks and betadine all yeah. over people. Let's just hands. say we've come a long way. We've come a long way. <laughs> did you did you peep the uh, pictures? Oh, I was going through it. Yeah. And? Did you peep the price? It was in the expense. So in the last bookstore, they have like more expensive books. Like right when you walk in, it was it was in that that half the store. So. It was. Yeah. It was what? antique. So she's what? not good with her money. It's great. <laughs> well, but what does she do? Are you? Can you tell us what she does for work? Uh, she works for the city. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got a parking ticket that I got <laughs> six months ago. I haven't got a chance to settle it. When are you going out with her again? Tonight? This week, sometime, but we haven't decided on a date yet. So. I, I Look, you do what you got to do, obviously, but I'd really like you to take her back to another bookstore and see what she buys. What's like, the second book? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if it's like a Stephen King, you're like, oh, okay, it's just a weird choice on the first night. But if it's another, like, medieval surgical <laughs> application what you got to consider. What if she she's a, rec- a record store and she gets like Gregorian chants or something <laughs> like that? Like you can't like you got to suss it out. <laughs> she's just she's into the rent. Is that no? The Renaissance was before then. Yes, Renaissance was seventeen hundred. I don't know either. <laughs> I didn't pay, I didn't pay that much attention. I know the Read Dark book, Ages came before the Renaissance. I should I should borrow her book. I would have answers to these questions. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Been meaning to bring this up to you most of the morning. Um, did you watch the video that Demar Hamlin posted? Did you get yes. this? Yeah. How great was that? Yeah. Like it, it was. It was. I don't know if you guys were following. It. There was this odd conspiracy theory that was floating around that because no one had seen or heard him talk, that maybe he wasn't as okay as everybody was saying that he was. He obviously is a hundred percent. Look great. He looked great. He sounded yep. great. And look, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I didn't know who DeMar Hamlin was until that Monday Night Football mm-hmm. event. I had no idea. You know, If you would have said to me, who's DeMar Hamlin, I don't know. What an awesome guy. Like, just such a, a heartwarming message. Yep. And it looked like he might have had some notes. He'd glance down occasionally. But that was more or less extemporaneous. I couldn't have been more impressed. I also think he's somebody that is taking all the attention as best as he can and um, – 
trying to take advantage of that platform and the attention to do good, right? This isn't just For sure. he's trying to recover and he's just trying to come back to the NFL. You know, there's a bigger meaning behind it, almost like as if he feels like, "Hey, this is my path. I've been chosen to do this." You know, so it was. If you haven't seen it, I believe it's on his Instagram page, on his Um, Twitter too. Yeah, Yeah. it's 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 terrific. It's surprisingly lengthy too. It's a Mm -hmm. solid five, six, seven minutes long, and he's a really special guy. I don't I don't say that very. I've come I've come to Al. Been doing this way too long to to kind of do the thing where oh no he's a good guy I don't know any of these guys they might all be great guys they might all be monsters I don't know but that was just one of those things I'm like I really dig this guy it was yep. very very impressive happy birthday to our uh, mutual pal MT. colleague Michael Thompson uh, celebrating his birthday today I think Mike you know we talk about guys you'd want to be lives you'd like to live yeah. Michael Thompson I think has a he's pretty darn good, good life. life I think he's got it figured out pretty good Michael's got a good life and he's got He's got kind of like the perfect balance as well. Doesn't take himself too serious. Was part of the 80s freaking showtime of the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I love when he expresses how nervous he gets when Clay or Trace or things like that. And oh, by the way, he's got kids who are professional athletes. You got to kind of take a step. Actually, it was kind of funny. They... um, Braun came on the broadcast after the Lakers beat, who was? I'm trying to think. What was there? Memphis? Maybe Memphis. I can't remember off the top of it. Maybe it was Memphis. And John and Michael are talking to him, and Michael starts asking a question about Bronny. And John is like, hey, if you need any advice from a father who's got kids yeah. that are professional sports, but Michael's got a he's got a good life. Definitely a good life. They had a, they had a quick shot of him. They all love him too. Like you go to a game, everybody just coming up left Listen, and right. They had a shot of him at the Lakers Celtics game where they were kind of cutting through the crowd of, you know, famous faces in the crowd and whatnot, and they showed Michael and underneath it's a two time NBA champion, you know. It's like what a what a great run. I uh, he will correct them and tell everybody he's a nine-time yeah, NBA I'll, champion. He I counts he all the clays, all the broadcasts, and two, the two of the Showtime era. Two, it's two. <laughs> um, the, the, I, I get the. I'm, I'll give him the clay ones before I'll give him the broadcaster ones. <laughs> and you got to. He at least were responsible for clay. <laughs> you know, like you, you mentored clay and all of those things. But I, you're right about that. When he talks about him and how nervous he gets. It makes me feel so much better because my kids just participating in high school sports. I'm holding my breath the whole time. It is so nerve wracking. I can't imagine what it's like having your child in the NBA in or game in the finals of the game NBA seven. Finals. It's just going all these levels. And, and you would think too. Well, I've played in game seven. What's the, you know, I know what it feels. like. It's fine. He'll be all right. That he's nervous makes me. Can feel I say better. something funny? Every time he talks about the all-time leading scorer of or leading three-point. Uh, makes in one game is Clay, 14. Uh-huh. And every it? time you bring up that or the 37, whatever he had in a quarter, I'll give the three-point. He's like, yeah, but you know what? He missed these shots, and he should have actually got to 17 or 18 and then put that thing out of reach. Now it's still in reach. I'm like, or I'm in my head, I'm like, Michael, I don't even know what to how to come back with that. That's pro-athlete-ish. Yep. Yep. That that's oh you you left it too close you should have done better I made nine, fourteen out of fifteen eh, the most made the fifteen of any three point shooter in the NBA history so we're getting close to twenty four hours later anybody want to give me a clear explanation on why the Chiefs just got to do over because when Jim Nance and Tony Roman are like I have no idea what's going yeah. on 
that the was it Gene Steratore is their referee in the booth. Yeah, He's like, yeah. yeah, I don't know what's going on either. That no one knew why they were running that back for a solid what five minutes, mm -hmm. and then they finally go, oh, that referee at the top of the screen came in, is coming and the in, clock wasn't running or something. Nobody like that. knew what was happening. That was bizarre. So luckily. Luckily, because yes. they ended up, they got a first down because of a holding. They did, but they ended up getting a, um, they ended up punting they, on that drive. It didn't swing the outcome of the game necessarily, but look, <laughs> I I am a conspiracy theorist in the most tangential sense. I don't really believe in them for the simple reason I don't think people are good at keeping secrets. I, I think they get out simply because people. Somebody wants to say, "Hey, I got to tell you this," but you can't tell anybody, and then it goes everywhere. But it's stuff like that that makes you go. What's going on? I get that, it. That's, NFL rigged. When, when LeBron James gets fouled like that and there's yeah. no whistle, it's like, hey, I, I get it. Everybody makes a mistake. There are bad calls, but what's going on? You, you can't. You can't have those when those big games. It's the AFC Championship game. The game's hanging in the balance, and we're just going to run a do. When, when was the last time you so saw let a me, do let over me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is actually a perfect example. I was rooting for the Chiefs. And I didn't really have a reason, but I, I don't know. Just watching Mahomes as he's battling through what he's battling, I'm like, I, I, I want I want to see the Chiefs win. When that redo happened, I felt dirty. And right at that moment, I'm like... It's a good word for I, it. I wanted, I, in my head, I'm like, I hope the Chiefs freaking punt. Do not tell me that the Chiefs are going to drive down and this is going to be the difference of the game. And then everybody's going to be talking about this. At least they ended up punting, but they got first down before that. Dirty is a great word, Al, because... Look, dirty. I... I we all want our teams to win, but there's a reason that a lot of us like sports and don't like wrestling. I don't want yeah. a predetermined outcome. I want it to be legitimate. I want it to be – I understand there are bad calls, but there are get to be times where, wait, we're just going to give Patrick Mahomes yeah, a do-over yeah, on third and nine? LeBron James gets clubbed going to the basket and no whistle? Really? Okay. Damn conspiracy, conspiracy. I'm all in now on conspiracies. <laughs> on this day in 2000, um, this happened. Probably the final play of the game in regulation. It is caught by oh. Dyson. Can he get in? No, he cannot. Wow. Mike Jones made the tackle, and the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Okay, so you have walk-off home runs. You have buzzer beaters to win games. You'll even very occasionally have a touchdown on the last play of the game to win a football game. Very rarely. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a walk-off tackle at the one-yard line in the Super Bowl. That was the first ever Rams Super Bowl championship, St. Louis Rams, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But that every time I see it, I'm like, I think he's going to get in. I think he's going to get in. Mike Jones saves the day. So that that's also one of those plays. The actual play, usually someone picks up yards, yak, right? Yards after the catch. When he first catches the ball, I don't know how you feel, but for me, I'm like, he's getting in the end zone. This dude's getting in the end zone. One of the best tackles you can have in open field like that. All right, let's do a little super cross talk. What's going on, Mace? How you feeling on a Monday afternoon? I am feeling just fine. How are you guys? Fantastic. Uh, we're waiting for Momo to come in here in just a little bit. Oh, she'll be along. She always is. She's a TV star. She's got to finish her TV stuff, exactly. and then she'll, she'll make her, her way the, over here. I saw her on the TV on the NBA today just a minute ago, so I'm sure she's rushing over. Okay. What's, uh, what's up? Not to put you on the spot, but, yeah. um, but we're going to put you on the spot. Did you happen to hear the story about Taylor's date? 
Taylor's date. Yes. No, I did okay, not hear a Taylor date story. So, um, Taylor, jump in and correct me if I get any parts of this wrong. But yeah, I'm Just gonna... real quick, they had ramen, but please <laughs> they, continue. I, you know, nothing wrong with ramen. I yeah. love a good hot bowl of ramen. This was the first date with this girl, yes? Yeah, first okay. date. So, they go out on a date, Mace, and at the end of the night... Um, they're, they're downtown. They're here downtown. And she says, hey, do you want to walk over to the last bookstore? And Taylor says, sure. So they go over to the bookstore, and they're, they're walking around. They're Is looking it at literally the last bookstore? Like, are there no others? Is this the only one? It's, it's just the name of it. Oh, okay. It's just the name. I thought maybe there was. No, there's more than bookstore. one left. Okay, got it. <laughs> there's I, not I as many was, as there used to like be, maybe but there's that's more. Lights than one. out for bookstores. They're going to it's the last one, of the, one. It's probably the biggest bookstore I've ever seen. Okay, good, good. So they're they're knocking around the bookstore, and she picks up and purchases. And Taylor goes in for a move. <laughs> nice. She she picks up a book and purchases a book on 17th century child delivery. Oh, interesting. With photos included. <laughs> with, photos. With, with photos, with photos yep. and illustrations of like 1642 cesarean sections. What are, what are well, not photos, drawings. Drawings, yeah. yeah, illustrations. Sketches. Yes. Uh, red flag? No. Because my response was, look, did you like her? Yeah, I like her. So go out. But this is one of those keep your eye on it moments, no? Well, did it spur a conversation? Like, there had to be some conversation. You like, know, I didn't even think anything of it until I mentioned it the next day to one of my friends, and they said, oh, that's Taylor kind of was a, okay with it. kind of a red flag, isn't it? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Didn't well, bother me. I don't me. know that that's a red It means she's interested in, at in least it wasn't reproductive a, history. I don't but, know. But she's not a nurse. She's not a doctor. She doesn't yeah. work in that field. It just seems odd. No, I, I guess I wonder why there wasn't some follow up question. Like, why wasn't there? Huh? Hey, what do you? What do you? Uh, why what are you that? Reading? What do you? What are you looking into that book for? I, I would think something like I, that. I'm assuming because be Taylor said this earlier that for you, you were like, okay, cool. Yeah, we didn't and really... she's, she's into morbid things. It's just like one glance through her Instagram profile reveals that. And oh, uh, she's into morbid stuff. Yeah, morbid things. Give yeah. me another example of her morbidity fascination. Oh, uh, here, let me think. Um. He's looking through her timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. Like, like Wednesday Adams. Send like... us a link to her Instagram and we yeah. will we'll break yeah, it down. Yeah, she's an alt girl, you know, like a just Oh, she's is she like an emo girl? <laughs> Not that necessarily, but probably in her in her teens she Al, was. Do you know what an alt girl is cuz I don't. Mm -mm. Mace, can you help me? Alt girl. It's a girl who's like alt. I know. I don't know. <laughs> Emily. I, I mean, I. I, I okay. A I have an alt nation on my Sirius XM, but I don't know anything beyond that. Here's another example, Mace. So she likes to stay in hotels that are rumored to be haunted. Okay, okay. so that's she's right. got that. That's interesting. That's kind of cool. That's kind of fun. Does yeah, that bother you that at all, Taylor? Not at all. I'd love to stay in one. Does okay. she live in the Cecil Hotel? <laughs> Yeah, the Cecil Hotel's the bad one they the documentary about. Oh right? yeah, that, yeah, have you watched that sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You were in downtown Los Angeles. I would think that you would be. Okay, around so this is. You this guys want to go most... grab a drink at the Cecil real quick? <laughs> <laughs> they got a lobby bar over there. Um, this is the most important thing. It, for Taylor, it's not kind of none of this is no. triggering him. It took it's, it's it took a to friend me, the next day to say, "Hey, that's a red flag." I think Taylor. I think you're. I think you're fine. Does she have any ex boyfriends or husbands that have gone missing and unexplained? <laughs> well, I haven't heard much about those, we'll so I, I need to. Yeah. Well, do you consider yourself? To, she's an alt girl. Do you consider yourself to be an alt boy? Whatever that would be. I don't like to categorize myself. You know, I'm not trying to put a label on me. But what an alt boy would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most don't hipster. Don't label answer. me. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, I I think she sounds interesting. I would go down that rabbit hole. That actually sounds kind of interesting. It, it, it's very interesting. Second date's coming. It's very interesting. This week. Ooh, if she what do picks you do up for a second date? That's what we were talking about. Any suggestions for him? Uh, there's uh, an immersive Frito Kalo, uh, Frida Kalo exhibit <laughs> okay. uh, over in uh, Hollywood right now. Maybe that would be cool. That's an excellent idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not bad. It'd be up her alley. Hey, Ramona. Hey, what's up, guys? She's here. What's going on, She's ready. Got Momo. You, you've got the TV face. The <laughs> they actually let me out a little early. It was good. Do you want to know the like the the choreography? This is this is the kind of stuff Behind I get I scenes? get excited about. Okay. So I know that I I forgot to bring lunch. So I, in the middle of the show, like it, during a commercial break, I'm like, let me order something on the Starbucks app. It's like 12.30. But if I order it now, it will definitely be ready. Yeah. Yes. By the time that I walk over mm-hmm. there. Yes. So then at the end, it was like 12.51. And they go, I go, hey, am I on in that last segment? And they go, you were, but we went a little heavy, so you can go if you want. I'm like, Perfect. oh, excellent. Mm. So now I like really have time to stop and pick up the Starbucks. It was so crowded in there, and I just felt such a sense of accomplishment <laughs> that I had ordered so early that I was not late. I don't like, see. What, like, did you already take it down? No, oh, it's no, definitely it's right oh, here. it's over there. Okay, I didn't but see like, it. there were so many people in that Starbucks where if I would have ordered, like it, when I was walking over, it would not have been ready. Were you here? Don't you just get so geeked oh, yeah. for that? When, oh, yeah. When, it, so like, when the timing works out. When, life and, get, oh, when you get a little win, it feels good. That was a win. Were you the here? Starbucks app is, is foolproof. It is. is. It yeah, is such a great app. Except for when it's busy down there. That one, I think, is an exception to the rule yeah. because it's so busy. Yeah. Or it says they don't have something. What's going go on down, down there? there and they, they getting ready it. for Grammys? I don't know. It looked like kids. It's a zoo Kids were there. So last week they yeah. had that, what Teenagers. was it, like a hotel convention or something oh, like yeah. that? Hedge fund, can, everybody was wearing a suit down yeah. there yeah. last week. A lot of money down very there. Very underdressed, yeah. That yeah. Was, did you hear the, the setup to Taylor's story? I'll, I'll give it to you very no, quickly. No, tell me fast. He yeah. went on a first date. They went okay. to a bookstore. His Where's a bookstore? Down here. <laughs> it's called The, <laughs> the Last, last Bookstore. bookstore. Right? Yeah. Literally, okay. I know Not of literally. one. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the last bookstore. Capital L, not lowercase L. It's called The last bookstore um and his date picked up a book on six 16th 17th century one of the yeah 16th 16, 16, 17th century childbirth techniques mm-hmm. and um surgery illustrations with included. illustrated old school pages just like out of curiosity that's yeah well did you guys there, have there a was conversation no follow-up conversation right you just like let that one slide i didn't think anything of it <laughs> Honestly, you were just like, oh, maybe it, she yeah. took a friend of him the next yeah, day to bring it up. She didn't pick up the latest Robert Ludlum. You know what I mean? Like this yeah, was, yeah, it wasn't John Grisham. To me, this book <laughs> I is. I mean, a lot. that's a major follow-up question right there. Exactly. Like, do you have a? Are you in this industry? Do you have a friend who is about to have a baby? Are she you has eclectic taste. Century? That's all I. I she knew, has a what? Eclectic taste. Okay. I think she sounds really interesting. More important, Ramona. I need a little had, more than just someone who might be into forceps. You know, like the they had a good day. Medieval surgeries. Yeah, I mean, that's like, aggressive. I medieval mean, surgery. It's pretty aggressive. Well, I don't know. I watch House of the Dragon. Like pretty much. <laughs> oh my that, god, that's all that they did era was have babies of babies on that show. being birthed with medical intervention didn't go well for the mom. Brutal. All right, <laughs> let, let, I'm going to change the subject here a little bit. Okay. Ramona, help me with this. Yeah. Um, I I know the letter of the law answer to why. Okay, that you can't review a non-call and you've already used your challenge. Are y'all but, fired about the Celtics Lakers? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What, the, why in the world do we have replay yeah. in any sport? And and you can go back yeah. to the, the Rams and the, the the Saints a few years yeah. ago. That's where that's where I was going to go. The, the, 
the, the whole point of having replay is not to respot okay. the football by six inches in the second quarter or whose hand it went off of. It, it, it's to so correct how, egregious mistakes that alter the outcome of games. Correct. So Sliwa and I are the people who go to games a lot. You mm-hmm. go to more games than I do even. Okay. And one of the really yucky frustrating experiences of going to games these days is that any game that is close tends to take extraordinarily long in the last few minutes of a game because the coaches don't want to get caught with a challenge in their pocket at Mm -hmm. the end, right? You got to use it or lose it. And therefore, like in the last two or three minutes, like they'll just review something so that they don't get caught. But then if you use it too early or if you use it on something and a play like that happens at the end... You can't use, there's no mechanism to review. So I think we're at that same point. And by the way, those reviews take entirely too long. Yeah. They're like three that, minutes long. That review would have taken four oh, seconds. The last the three NBA's minutes of the game the is like 45 it's brutal. Yeah. It's terrible for the viewing experience live and on TV. And so I think the league, the, the, this might have been such an egregious call that the league will now revisit this. The competition committee will re- should revisit this and say, all right, clearly that was a foul. It affected not just the Lakers in the standings, but but LeBron's chase for Kareem all time. And maybe even more importantly, and I know we're all LA focused out here, but I had like people from almost every single Eastern Conference team watching mm. that game mad. Philly would have been in a tie Philly, with Boston Brooklyn, for best record. Milwaukee, yep. Yep. Everybody watched that game going, what the hell? Like, you missed that call, and now the Celtics don't lose that game. The Celtics end up winning that game. That Eastern Conference race at the top is really close, and a game like that swings it. Am I overthinking this, guys, that there should be – call it whatever you want, master of common sense, somebody that's just sitting there to fix that. Like we, Some because they're, dude they're, late they're, night in Sakakis, yes, New Jersey. Just one guy saying, guys, I know that technically you can't, but yeah. we, we, we had a huge mistake – he was fouled, put him on the line, he's taking his two shots, and we're going to play it out from there. With, yeah. that, I know that there's no rule for them, but just somebody that knows how to fix things. That needs to be fixed. The but the Rams question is, how do you fixed. create that match? Yeah, and, and like, how, how is that match? Like, you could say, all right, so... But how many, Mace, how many of those do you get in any given But that's season? on the refs. That's, you can just say the, the, the last two minutes of a game. We well, have the last well, two-minute report, okay? The last two minutes of a game, there's no such thing as a coach's challenge. Every, you know, the, somebody in Secaucus has... The ability to the game is going to take it. the game is going to take an hour in the final two minutes. But I, that's the problem. I, I hear you, and I you're not wrong. But I'm not talking about every time there's a maybe it was fouled. Maybe but they I'm, do this 38 times about, a game at the end I mean, of the game. This resulted in the actual outcome of the game. Exactly, Mace. It changed the you outcome of the game. Maybe the refs have a chance to do it. Maybe you give the referees. Let's take another look. Let's take another. Maybe the refs on the court. I guarantee you, those refs on the court. They knew they blew it within, in the moment. In the moment, they knew they blew it. I guarantee but that, you that's a it. bigger problem than a lot they of people, should be able to get it right. A yes. Lot, a lot of people post game were kind of what you're saying, Trav, saying we should add another replay. Or if it's in the if you use your replay and you were successful, then you should you get should a chance keep to your replay. Just keep that, it. That makes sense. Mace, the issue I have is I actually do think replays were built for these bang bang plays that are very difficult to call and it needs a replay. Those were three referees staring at the same play that we all saw. I don't really have a solution to that. That is very, very poor officiating, and I don't think we need more replays to try to come up but with a solution. Well, I don't think it's ever going to stop. I think there's replays. a bigger issue here. I think there's a big overarching issue, which is that LeBron James doesn't get officiated 
the way other star players in this league get officiated. Um, he, if you look at his visits to the line, it's less than a lot of the big stars. Than the top eight and players. This, mm-hmm. this was the top. You know, this happened in the Dallas game at the end of the first overtime. LeBron clearly fouled, didn't get the call. It's like, why is LeBron James not getting calls that other players, other star players in this league, are? I don't know that I would say that. I know what you're saying about his trips to the line and yada yada, but like every. I know, I know. I, I didn't mean to throw facts out there, but okay. No, no, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do when you have facts. It's weird. It's like throws it me is, off. It is. By the it's way, like, it's what? rare. It's very rare. It's like, uh... wait, what happened? Generally, <laughs> generally talking on my ass. But I, mean, I mean, generally. I mean, I think you could, but but you also you have some selective facts which are not wrong. Which I'm proud of you for doing the look up there. Okay, but there you could also say I could do the same thing with Zion Williamson or Joel well, Embiid well, or in, any in fairness, any big guy. Any well, big Shaq dude. was the ultimate Shaq. example. These are two calls that would have resulted in two wins. For that that oh, that's I, my two more wins. In Mace, the the, the, you and I are on the same spot on this. I'm not. What what Al's saying is correct, but. This did it go off my hand or did it go off their hand? That we can look at that and that is going to slow the game down and all those things. And I don't want a million of those. What I want is the game, the Lakers were going to win that game and they didn't because three guys blew a call that they knew they blew because the way that LeBron acted, if you thought you got the call right, you tee LeBron up, right? That they'd let him throw that tantrum was admission of we know we blew it. They should be able to fix that yeah, NFL refs are allowed to get together after a flag yes. is thrown yeah and I say, think that's pretty common uh, let's sense. pick this one up right like NFL refs are able to do that I think all those guys at least in the moment I'm pretty sure they knew and then this is the other part of human nature which is there's a last two minute report and most of the time it's going to come out later on in the last two minute report who got it right who got it wrong which calls weren't blah 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 so does that make you more likely to blow your whistle or less? More. Well, I think it's more likely M- more. to make. So you you'd get rather it right. make the call and have it be and have it be, um, like you should. I actually think it makes you sometimes swallow your whistle, I, especially I, in Boston Garden I, where you're going to get booed. More. I would think more too. I think there's a little bit of pressure there too. If I'd rather have called a foul because you could objectively say, "Hey, was that a foul? Is there enough body contact that?" Rather than not blow the whistle, mm-hmm. and then you're sitting there. There's nothing you can do, and and you know obviously Those in that case for the for the Lakers, of course, yeah. that blew that game. Mm-hmm. I think they're much more likely to blow their whistle going forward. Yeah. But whereas if it'd been the opposite, right? If they if he went up there and no one touched him and he missed the layup and yeah. they called a foul. That one is like, like there were so many bodies. I just couldn't see it clearly. That's just one I just didn't see right. This this one, I blew it. All three of those I guys hate the two blew it. Reports. I don't understand what the. It, it, no, all it's, you're doing it's at meant the to end. put in there as an accountability. And the problem is like, what's the penalty, Ramona, for those? Yeah, three that's officials? a good question. You get what's points docked. You know, like they like you have a um, a rating system all year long. So like you know, Mace, like you know how we do a show, and you be like, that was like an A minus. Yeah, that was like an A minus. That was a B+. C. That was a. This, what if you get a bunch minus. of C's in a row as a referee? What happens to you? So you either work. They sometimes you get you work less, and you're you're not going to get playoff games, or you're not going. You're definitely going to get affect them financially. To, a little bit. Well, if you're working less. Games, games sure yeah but you don't get an extra meal on the flight (laughs) the the problem is it this is an incredibly thankless job okay Hmm. um they don't get paid 
enough to take the kind of abuse they do. Now you're under a microscope and under review, and there's so much writing on you that you have to we have to build a system where they can help themselves, right? Like where they're not like if they, I guarantee you within 30 seconds of them blowing that call, they all knew it Mm -hmm. and they had no way to fix it. I think it was almost instantaneous. I think it was one of those, they're looking around for the other two. Yeah, Bron's not going to react like that. Yeah, Bron mm -hmm. is not on the floor unless the ball is complete. Not like that. Not like that. I've not seen that. Bron complains. He complains. I don't know about that, That's beyond complaining. What do we think of Patrick Beverly grabbing the camera? Yeah. Funny, but unnecessary. Take a picture. I wasn't mad. You know you want to be mad at a player for getting a T? I was like, nah, that's I like creative points. I'll get creativity. It's a 10 out of 10. Timing was a 2 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. But I did like I did, I did like the uh, the attempt. That was funny. It was pretty good. Super Crosstalk is over. And it is powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Momo's in for Ireland. We'll see you tomorrow.